Good morning, everybody. We have a mostly higher trade in the grain markets here early on Tuesday morning. It is 6.30 a.m. Central Time. May corn futures up four and a quarter at 5.57 and a half. December corn is unchanged at 4.88 and a half. We have May soybeans up 10 and a half cents at 14.23 and a quarter. November beans are up six and a half at 12.75 and a half. May Chicago wheat down a half cent at 6.17 and a half. May Kansas City wheat down a half at 5.62 and a half. May spring wheat up two and three quarters at 6.10 and a quarter couple of uh, housekeeping notes here this morning, guys. Yesterday, I did a video and a podcast episode uh, with my friend Jordan Fife, who's an ethanol trader. And we talked about the ethanol situation here in the United States and, um, you know, everything from what sort of, of demand for ethanol can we expect, uh, driving habits, uh, what sort of corn demand can we expect via the ethanol industry, you know, as we move forward into a new marketing year, uh, when we wrap up this current marketing year. And uh, long story short, things actually appear to be pretty good. We've got some plants coming back online. There is definitely some optimism. So if you're somebody who's, say, putting together your uh, corn balance sheets for 21-22, uh, this is a must-watch. Even if you're a farmer and you're just interested in in perhaps what the demand base might look like next year, this is a must a must watch episode. And I understand that people are getting busy and don't have time to do this stuff, but uh, the audio is available on the podcast, so certainly check that out. Uh, remember, guys, if you're listening on the podcast, uh, really appreciate it. Make sure you leave me a review if you have not already. If you're watching on YouTube, uh, make sure you hit the like button and make sure you subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. That would really help me out in regard to uh, growing this channel. And if you need some additional help from me, uh, go to my website. It is www.standardgrain.com. Uh, go to uh, click on Grain Marketing Plan here in the upper right-hand corner for forty-nine. <clears throat> excuse me, forty-nine dollars a month. I'll send you my morning email. I'll send you uh, my text message service, all my subscriber-only content, which includes videos and all sorts of different stuff, uh, any sort of consulting that you might need. This uh, monthly subscription can be canceled at any time. It's billed to your credit card through PayPal, so certainly check that out. To get into the headlines here this morning, uh, USDA released its first crop progress report of the calendar year yesterday. U.S. corn crop is 2% planted, uh, right on pace with the 2% average. Um, you've got some states that have some progress here. Uh, Texas is 55% complete as of Sunday. Uh, places like Kansas, Missouri, Tennessee, North Carolina, 1% to 2% complete. No progress re reported any further north than that. So your major uh, big corn growing areas, your I states, those areas, no progress reported there. But we're getting going here, and uh, the weather forecast actually looks conducive to uh, some early planting, certainly. The U.S. spring wheat crop, 3% planted versus 2% on average. South Dakota is 11% planted versus 4 on average. Idaho and Washington, 16 and 14% complete, respectively. Most of the spring wheat being planted, as I've discussed before, is being planted in, in some sort of drought-stricken area. Uh, USDA said recently, I think it was still 78% of uh, U.S. spring wheat areas are in some sort of, of drought phase here. So we've got some issues there, but planting could go very quickly uh, because we're so dry. The U.S. winter wheat crop rated 53% good to excellent, uh, behind the 62% that we saw at this point last year, but above the 52% average. Conditions, of course, have generally improved following these rain events in March over some of these key HRW wheat areas. Um, the, the states to note that are still not really in that great a shape are Texas, Colorado, and South Dakota, and those are states that were just not really uh, privy to that drought relief in March. Uh, the crop is 4% headed versus 3% on average. 
Corn shipments were strong. Again, last week, USDA reported 1.912 million metric tons of corn shipped or inspected for shipment. Uh, That's about 75 million bushels. U.S. exporters have shipped 54% of what they've sold for the marketing year in corn. They've already sold 89% of their soybean sales. So you're really going to need to see corn shipments maintain strength here, really through the balance of the marketing year, which ends on August 31st, uh, if we're going to you know, hit USDA targets and uh, get everything that we've sold out the door. Brazilian soybean harvest, 78% complete uh, behind the 83% that we saw last year, but they're catching up. They're probably only a week behind. Uh, The data is accurate as of last Thursday. This is according to AgRural. the planting of the country's second corn crop in Brazil is, is essentially complete. Weather in Brazil is going to be drier than normal, uh, mostly, during the next two weeks. So that should allow for two things. Um, you should see a quick completion to soybean harvest, but it could also be a detriment to the second corn crop, which is, again, um, done planting now. And uh, they're going to need some rains in order to get some stands up and, and get things looking good. So uh, kind of a double-edged sword there. Chinese government reported another African swine fever outbreak this week. Again, this was another like report of a smaller outbreak. 599 animals, 33 pigs infected, six died. This is is different. It's different from what we've heard from non-government sources. We had the article, I believe it was in Reuters last week, talking about um, this big resurgence of ASF in, in some of the northern areas of China. And the Chinese government has not really told us that. They've had you know a handful of these smaller uh, cases reported over the last, say, three or four months, but but not anything on a real large scale. So uh, kind of an interesting deal there. The uh, cattle market had a good day yesterday. It was up um, triple digits in both the live cattle and in the feeder cattle. Uh, the hog market was a little bit lower. We continue to see some improved uh, uh, numbers in that feeder cattle index above 140 uh, at yesterday's close. The box beef market was up sharply again yesterday, up $5.82 in the choice boxes, up $2.89 in the select boxes. So big move up there. In the outside markets this morning, we've got the S&P down eight points. The Dow is down 44. The S&P posted another all-time high close yesterday, all-time uh, record high close yesterday. The uh, precious metals are a little bit higher. U.S. dollars a little bit higher. Crude oil is up 95 cents at 59.61. And the May WTI uh, bonds are a little bit higher this morning as well. If you guys would like some more information, uh, shoot me an email, info at standardgrain.com. Everyone have a great day. I'll talk to you same time tomorrow.